and we are underway broadcasting to you from our North Catholic studios and Cranberry Township for this fifth episode on North Catholic Athletics. My name is Alex Brown. And I'm Ryan Berry. And together, we are your hosts for this podcast. And Alex, we got four sports to talk about today. Let's start off with girls volleyball, the most successful sport this year. They haven't lost a set in section. They've been dominant throughout. Now they're going to the championship at RMU this Saturday at 3 p.m. 3 p.m. And they're playing South Fayette in that matchup. I still haven't lost a set in conference. They've been absolutely dominant in every team they faced and throughout the playoffs. What, what could stop this team at this point, Ryan? The only way they could lose is if they beat themselves. And yeah. Each and every game, we think, oh, maybe they will take this one lightly. Maybe they won't show up. And they've yet to do that. They haven't even lost a set, not even one slip-up. They've been dominant from start to finish. They have so many great seniors who are going to play on uh, in college yeah. in, the, in the future. They have so many, so much great talent, so much good leadership, great coaching. And they really t- have a great bond, and they're very together, which just allows them to be so successful. I mean, they played Thomas Jefferson, who was the four seed uh, in the semifinal, and swept them 3 nothing. And now they're playing the 10 seed South Fayette, who actually upset number two seed Hampton in the quarters, and then upset the third seeded Great Great Greater Latrobe in the semis three to one. So it wasn't like it came down to the wire in those ones either. They beat Hampton three one, and they beat Greater Latrobe three to one. So maybe this could be North Catholic's greatest test. But I think they're up for the challenge. I think so too. And they were there for that game early to watch the South Fayette versus Latrobe game, um, which happened before. The- North's game against Thomas Jefferson on Tuesday night, uh, November 1st. And it was really a nice way for North to be able to, to cement themselves even more so with that win against Thomas Jefferson. That They're not, they're not messing around. They're, they're going to be there in the playoffs. They beat up Laurel Highlands in less than an hour. They beat Laurel Highlands in less than an hour. Moon was an easy one, too. And against a big moon district that is normally not too bad at volleyball they really beat them up and now they play Thomas Jefferson on another side of their conference and it was a cakewalk for them at times even the last set was 25-17 and the second set I think was closer to 25-20 but it was still it didn't feel close it didn't (laughs) they've just been so dominant and it's it's impossible to see what could really knock them off track and it's going to be Interested to see what happens at this championship game. And in their first year up at 3A, they made it to the Whippeal final. And they play South Fayette this Saturday South Fayette, at 3. I mean, they were a 10 seed, but they were second in uh, Section 2 of Class 3A. There's five sections in uh, 3A. They were 8-4, and 13-5 overall. So a pretty good record. Maybe yeah. maybe they shouldn't have been given the 10 seed. Maybe they were undeceded. Obviously, they were undeceded if, if they beat the – uh, beat it <laughs> if they beat the two seed and three, three sets seed. to one and the three three seed three sets to one so they're a good team in North Carolina like, you got to say they, they got to come ready but they come ready to play every game I, I think this will be no different I'm expecting a, I'm expecting a big win for the Trojan volleyball team Trojanette volleyball team North Catholic looking to repeat as Whitfield champions as they do so often and just remarkable under coach Fetter their success and they look to continue it this Saturday a new classification this year as they're going to try to be the new 3A Whippeal champions. And now, Ryan, let's move on and talk a little bit about girls soccer. Girls soccer, we were there for the broadcast that happened on Tuesday night um, at Montour when they played Avonworth. 
they they hated Avonworth, um, and what has now grown to be a rivalry matchup that hasn't happened in it hasn't been a rivalry probably within the last couple previous couple years but now over the last two seasons the the familiarity they have with between each other these teams and the schools now it's starting to be a rivalry in every sport they play against each other definitely and you knew it was going to be a good game last night you knew it was going to be close coming out of the wire i said on the broadcast avon north was not going to get shut out like the other two times north has played them they came out uh and they, did, they actually got shut out in the first half. So five straight halves against North Catholic without scoring. But in the second half, they, they broke the scoring with a great a great free uh, free kick by uh, Fiona Mahan, if I'm saying her last name correctly. That really gave them momentum, and they were able to carry that through the rest of the second half and uh, outplayed North in the second half when North had the edge in the first half. So that, you knew it was going to come down to the wire, and Avonor was able to pull it out, go back to the championship for the second straight year, trying to win it for the second straight year. Uh, so they got a lot of talent, but North this isn't the end of the road. They have a consolation game. This is their only section loss all year, and it, unfortunately it came in the semifinals of the playoffs. So no Whitfield championship for North, but they have a chance to go to States with a win against South Park in the consolation game uh, tomorrow, the 3rd at 6 p.m. at West Mifflin. Yep, and South Park is not going to be an easy matchup for them as they've been pretty good. They're good at both boys and girls soccer, and it'll be a tough matchup against them. But one of the things that stuck out for me, Ryan, after they North played such a great first half, a lot of opportunities in the offensive end, and the second half they came out slow. They came out a little bit lackadaisical, a little bit unorganized, a little bit lethargic, um, and they really never recovered throughout the entire 40-minute half. Yeah, definitely, and... I don't know exactly what it was. Maybe they thought they're up one nothing the last time, the last two times they they played in the regular season, which they won two nothing and three nothing. So maybe they thought it would just happen again, and that wasn't the case because you know Avonworth they're playing for this season. They might North probably is a better would have had a better chance to go to states uh, than Avonworth would have if but if the teams went to the consolation. Yeah, a lot more injuries yeah. on Avonworth too, as we saw throughout the game. Um, but players came back for both teams um, off of injuries where they had to come off the field. Um, but it was a, a performance where a lot of Avonworth players really stepped up in that second half. Caroline Sweeney stepped up, and Fiona Mahan, as you said, and North Simone Sharpless got the goal for North Catholic uh, just a minute and 14 seconds into the first half. And from there, you're thinking – Giddy up, let's go! Like North, let's see what happens. And here. they they took that they had a lot of momentum uh, in the first they two did. games that they played Avonworth. Avonworth actually had a lot of momentum early on. They had a lot of chances, and we said that North needed to come out strong, get an early goal, and they did that. And they carried the momentum through the rest of the first half, and this, they weren't able to get that second goal that can really. I guess a team like Avonworth probably put them away because yep. you can play a lot more defensively, but they weren't able to get that goal, and then Avonworth came out really fast, scored an early one on a free kick, and then they had all the momentum from there. And North, I guess they haven't lost all year, so they, especially they haven't even allowed a goal to Avonworth. So I think they may be a little bit shell shocked when that first one went in, trying to refocus, get into the game. And there's a lot of youth on the North Catholic team as well, so maybe there is a little bit of playoff inexperience as well. Absolutely, I think that that could factor in. And North, I mean, led by so many younger players this year. Besides their three seniors at the top, which have been instrumental in Lauren McDonald, Brittany Cullen, and Elle McKenzie, who have been crucial to the fabric of this team and the success they've had this year, especially under new leadership from Coach Sharpless, who's been incredible. Um, 
for the team this year. But Simone, his daughter, has been absolutely outstanding. She cut, kicked that ball from 35 yards. Yeah, that, on I that mean, she's kick. had multiple of those this year as well. And she could just pinpoint uh, a spot from anywhere. I mean, yeah. I, I, give her a shot from the 50, she might make it. In the air. Like, that, that might not even bounce. Um, but she's been absolutely incredible. And then you got great midfielding play. Defense was great last night. It was... It never really is. Sometimes it could be, depending on the sport. But it was not one person's fault last night, Ryan. It was a combination of a team collapse and just basically Avonworth being better in the, the second, North, half, in the second yeah. half. And North just didn't get out to, too, uh, to a big enough lead in the first half with the opportunities they had. But Riley Coomer, she was fantastic, especially in that first half with the opportunities that she faced then. And then even though giving up a, a – she stopped two of the three free kicks from Fiona Mahan and over the course of that game. Um, just the third one got by, but she was really impressive um, and was certainly not the reason why North Catholic lost that game because the goals that they scored were, were just in a tough position to make a save on. And they, as you said, it's not over yet. It isn't. Uh, they got a chance to go to States, and who knows, they could make some noise in States. This team has lost one game all year. Fox Chapel. And that was back on the 4th of September. I mean, it was, it's was it been two months since they lost a game. Yeah, and that wasn't even section. They've only lost one section game, which was to Avonworth, obviously, in the playoffs. And just there, yeah. And it couldn't have come to a worse team, though, Ryan. It could not have come to a worse team to lose a game like that than Avonworth. I mean, it's tough to beat a good team three times. You did it twice. Third time, almost did it. Almost right there. But the sting of it being in a Whitfield Championship game makes it all the worse. Um, but it's not over yet for North Catholic, and they have uh, so many good players on this team. Laura McDonald recruited um, to Rhode Island. She'll be playing soccer there for the next four years. And Elle McKenzie, Brittany Cullen, the other two seniors, have had great seasons, factored in on the score sheet and, and even not on the score sheet in even bigger ways. Um, and their leadership has been without question, as it has been with the nine seniors on the – girls volleyball team which have led their team this far through 4a and uh, through 3a um, with moving up in classifications and we'll see what happens with the girls soccer team and we'll you know on the last podcast on the next up- upcoming podcast what happens there a little note on boys soccer though ryan they lost their playoff matchup to plum um the first one they had six to two and that concluded their season. A lot of adversity in that season, and um, we'll see what happens next year with that as they're going to be under new coaching staff. So we'll see what happens there. And you want to talk a little about hockey? Sure. Give us a little perspective. So a little bit of a perspective. I know you don't like to talk about it since you're on the team, but coming off of a loss against Moon and then previous to that a shootout loss to North Hills, um, the team was feeling a little bit down, a little bit down, a couple of losses. But then you go out there and you win a, a, two, your next two games um, against Quaker Valley and Chartiers Valley. And so really what in, went into those games to be able to be bounced back from those two previous losses? A lot more consistency, I can tell you that. Uh, we had, honestly, in the three games, that, or in the two, two games that we won, uh, Quaker and uh, Chartiers Valley, I feel like we only had like maybe one and a half bad periods, whereas in the losses we had at least two bad periods, maybe even three in both those games. Uh, that, that's a, I, I would say so as well from watching those games. But the Moon 
the Moon game especially was one where it was a never really got a good grip on that one. Never really got control of that one in any period over the course of that game. And Dylan Bork has been fantastic in net for you guys. Um, but play, you've played a lot of games early in the season. I mean, there's you've played seven games already here in the young season. Uh, five, one, and one throughout those seven. And teams like McDowell just play their second game. So do you think playing those games early in the season has made you maybe more comfortable as a unit or you still figure or you think it's more of a feeling out process you mean like playing still. tougher games early yes and playing and with the amount of seniors you lost last year 13 seniors you have seven new players in the varsity lineup this year do you think playing games early um, a lot of games early has helped you guys grow better as a team yeah, I mean, you look at McDowell, they've only played two games. It's it's good to play a lot of games to, to kind of find out what you have, and I think we've yeah. gone better with that. And we have four challenging games coming up as well against teams that will probably be in the playoffs. Uh, and one note about Dylan is he has, right now, he has a 931 save percentage, which is, puts him up right at the top of the league. And a team as a whole goaltending, uh, we have the best save percentage in the league. It's the best goaltending tandem in the league. Uh Denato Curie and um, Dylan Bork. It doesn't get any better than that in um, PIHL hockey here in single A. Um, next game we got coming up here for hockey is West Allegheny on Tuesday night. That will be from the, the um, UPMC Lemieux Sports Complex. Puck drops at 9.20. I'll be on the call for that one along with Callie Martis and Alex Jackson. And we look forward to bringing you that game. And then two weeks Later, they play Avonworth. That's another home game, and that'll be a, a fun matchup and maybe a budding rivalry matchup between the two teams. See, first time we played. And Avonworth's not bad. No, they're, I think, 4-1, something like that. Right they're now. pretty good. Pretty good team, and uh, we look forward to bringing you those games. And let's talk a little about football here, Ryan, as we yeah, get ready to wrap up. The season ended in the last regular season game, losing 21-14 to tomorrow. A lot of missed opportunities in that game. That game could have... Could have gone either way, and in North they need, you know, they need basically needed to win that to make the playoffs, or else it would have come down to a lot of different scenarios. But they weren't able to get it done, and unfortunately, the uh, tiebreakers didn't work out either, and that's where the season ended. And I think that's the story of the year for them: missed opportunities. They had so many opportunities, uh, even in the games that they lost, to have won them and won them quite convincingly. Uh, you you played a team like. Highlands, they only put up 17 points on you. Uh, they put up over 50 on Mars. And you'd still, even with that good defensive performance, you weren't able to capitalize offensively. The offense was just never really got their footing. They never felt comfortable. Uh, it didn't look like they are comfortable, I should say, throughout the entire year. And uh, that that's a lot different than it was last year. And it's still a feeling out process with the, with the new play calling, new system they were running. Um, but it's always going to be like that. It's, you're always going to have new players. You're always going to have new ideas. And they just never really adjusted throughout the course of the year. And that's going to be Coach O'Shea's final season. Yeah. It was the first year in 4 eh? so you knew it wasn't was. going to be perfect. Yep. But you thought a realistic goal was at least to make the playoffs. Unfortunately, they weren't able to do that. Uh, they do have a lot of good players that are turning on this team. Uh, the leading rusher and touchdown scorer, Jack Fennell, who had 502 uh, rush yards this year, 5.3 average on each attempt, which is really good. He had nine total touchdowns. Uh, leading receiver, Gavin Kameny, will be back. Uh, 13 receptions, 185 yards. Uh, Jack Fennell was 10 receptions, 180, 89 yards as well. 
Uh, so bring Brady O'Hara. Brady O'Hara's uh, back. That's a big one. Really good defense. And you keep both your quarterbacks. Back. Keep both your quarterbacks and Caden Sarver and Jason Sickett. Uh, so there are definitely some pieces, some good pieces that they're bringing back. And they got some younger players, too, that will be stepping up here on the varsity roster um, over the next couple of years. But you're losing players like Chase Arrington, who's been leads the team out on the field every time at the start of the game. Leaders like him, Seamus Straub, who stepped up in a big way for his team, J.J. Iaquinta, um, Julian King is another. There, uh, there's really there's so many seniors that they're going to be losing that played such a big impact on the team this year. Justin Smith. Um, there's even too many to name here off the top of my head, Ryan. But that's going to hurt going into next year as well. As they really had a great core of leaders on this team. Yep, definitely. But next man up mentality. Absolutely, and that's going to be the the focus for the new um, head coach going next year. Is we'll we'll keep you abreast of that situation as we figure that out through the off season, and coordinator changes. We'll we'll cover it all right here on the North Catholic Sports Network because that does it for our podcast today. Yes, it does. Uh, not as long as normal. No interviews. Hopefully, we'll get some interviews. Uh, next podcast. Next podcast. But we thank you all for listening. Remember, we are your one stop podcast for everything North Catholic athletics. <laughs>